it makes me want to go to that business more because they thought about my dog's needs as we are walking down the street. And I'm like, ooh, that's really cool. And so I think there's kind of this symbiotic relationship between all of the businesses in Seattle that are dog friendly or very accepting of dogs and all of the consumers. It's like you really it's like this mutually beneficial thing. Welcome, everyone. We are the With a Dog podcast, the podcast for the modern dog parent. We interview veterinarians, trainers, products, and game-changing pet parents so you can get the most out of life with a dog. We're your hosts. I'm Izzy. And I'm Carly. Before we jump in, just a few announcements. So With a Dog will officially be one next week. Woo-woo. Be excited. Yes. So uh, next week will be our anniversary episode. Tune in for that. Um, it's going to be just basically a big conversation between Izzy and I talking about our journey of our first year of podcasting. Highs, so, lows, cries, yeah. laughs, all the good stuff many, you want to hear. Many of all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> and also to celebrate that, for all the Seattle people, we will be at Magnuson Dog Park right next to the Barkery trailer on April 17th and 18th, handing out cake for dogs. So it's from, it's on the 17th and 18th of April from nine till noon. We're handing out little celebratory bites of cake. They're dog friendly cakes. Don't worry. It's not for you guys. It's for your dogs. So we'll be at the dog park. Come by and see us. We'll announce it again next week and on our Instagram. But we really hope as many people as possible can come see us. So yeah, come down, have a little chit chat. We'll love to meet you all and um, we'll see you there. Or will yeah. you'll be a square? Is that what they say? <laughs> be there. So. I don't think anyone says that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of all of our Seattle folks, uh, this week's this episode is all about dog friendly Seattle. So it's basically an ode to our home city. We wanted to do this right before our anniversary episode because this is where we got started. Seattle is a big inspiration for us to kick this podcast off because there were so many, there's so many dog lovers in the Pacific Northwest, Seattle specifically. So we polled all of our listeners, all of our Seattle listeners and said, ask them, what do you think makes Seattle so dog friendly? Like, why is it so dog friendly? And this is their responses. Yeah, so we have um, opens people up to the Seattle Freeze, which is that even a thing? Because yeah. when I came yeah, here, but... I thought people were too happy. Well, I, I feel like that's just America, probably. I couldn't get people to shut up. It's No, Seattle Freeze is definitely a thing. I've heard a lot of people complain about it. Um, a lot of my friends that they moved here and they were like, this sucks. Um, <laughs> so I definitely, <laughs> I definitely get it. Yeah, it's so basically for all any listeners who don't know... It's cold and everyone is cold and stays inside and is not social or can kind of like freeze you out. Like the the idea is basically it's harder to make friends in Seattle. But I totally agree with what this person said of um, it, it opens people up more like it, it you get over that Seattle freeze barrier. 
Yeah. So then you have the awkward conversations at the dog park. It's great. Exactly. Basically, the dogs can build friendships and relationships or even just like social contact, which is kind of nice. As Izzy said, the awkward conversations at the dog park or the pet store, you know, or the random persons who's just like, can I pet your dog? And you're like, yeah, sure. And you know what? That's that is a saving grace, especially we know it now more than ever in um, from COVID is the ability to go outside and people say like, your dog is so cute or yeah, whatever. If we didn't have that, if I didn't have the two dogs during quarantine, I don't know what I would have done. So yeah, I would have turned into a hermit crab for sure. Even now, I like I have to be coaxed out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, with treats. But that's just, I'm like that's a just dog. us in general. Basically turned into a dog. <laughs> It's great. Um, next one is easy outdoor adventure access, which I'm sure everyone who isn't from Washington knows that we've got some wicked outdoor scenery over here. I've got some mountains, lakes, the beach, the ocean. Yeah. We've got pretty much every type of landscape. Yeah. That you can but think I think of. what's so, uh, so important about that too is that it's, as this person said, easy access to it yeah it's not like oh we need to drive three hours to a hike it's like no you can drive a half an hour to get a proper hike beautiful views big incline you know something that's just a really really great exercise for yourself and for your dog without having to go too far which is really nice yeah and even closer to home is so many dog friendly spaces as well i Mm -hmm. dog parks aren't really a thing in england so coming to washington was my first exposure to what is a dog park and best thing ever there's dog parks pretty much in every neighborhood yeah like a 10 minute drive from most places in seattle seattle area yeah you can get to a dog park a a fenced in dog park some of them may not be like amazing but it's it's serviceable yeah it's a place where you can go and your dog can be off leash and do dog things with other dogs yeah and you can do human things with other humans it's great. <laughs> um, and then I think this one was a really good one. So someone says there's a respect for dogs. And I really like that because you rarely feel like your dog is a nuisance in public yeah. here. I mean, unless they actually are a nuisance, which we will briefly talk about dog etiquette um, in this episode. But also we'll we'll talk about it in another episode coming down the line as well. But but yeah, you you don't feel like your dog is like in the way or yeah, and even like people when, just accept them. Yeah, they yeah, and even when you get you can take your dog to the bank. Most of them have dog treats on the counter. You mm-hmm. Subaru absolutely love dogs. They have like little Subaru treats. So if you're ever going in <laughs> for a car wash, definitely take your dog. But just so many businesses are dog friendly. You've got even like working if you work for Amazon or if you work for I'm not sure if Microsoft is dog friendly but like amazon have a dog park on the roof you know what employer does that yeah exactly and i think it's just they're built into the society yeah which is nice and this i submitted this this next one actually is it's just that there's just a general love for dogs like we can just walk down our neighborhood high street and there's like 10 water bowls out in front of the businesses for the dogs And I just feel like it just makes me feel really special. Like, oh, my God, this it makes me want to go to that business more. Yeah. They thought about my dog's needs as we are walking down the street. And I'm like, ooh, that's really cool. 
And so I think there's kind of this symbiotic relationship between all of the businesses in Seattle that are dog friendly or very accepting of dogs and all of the consumers. It's like you really it's like this mutually beneficial thing. Yeah, basically. For sure. That's really cool. Okay, so that rounds out why Seattle is so dog friendly, why we think Seattle is so dog friendly. Um, Thank you for everyone who submitted their answers. Then the next one, people also submitted for the second question we asked, which was favorite dog friendly spots in Seattle. Um, we also get the these from uh, our guest today as well. So he has a few mentions at the end of the episode. But here are a few of our favorites amongst ourselves as well as our community. Yeah. And you know what? I was surprised to see that I knew a lot of them because I didn't think I would because I can't take Arthur to many places. Um, so for those of you who are just a little bit north of Seattle, we have Hellbent Brewing in Lake City. Excellent mm-hmm. place. Just down the road from my work. Love it. Yes. I actually, um, Hellbent Steven is their dog, their mascot dog for for them. And I actually met them this weekend. Super nice people, the dog and the people um, for <laughs> Hellbent Brewing. So highly recommend them for sure. That They were really lovely to speak with. So Hellbent. And then the next one is another brewing or brewery, which is Postdoc Brewing, which is right next to a big dog park a very well known around seattle called mary moore and that one's out on the east side so this isn't just city of seattle this one is out in redmond postdoc was so fun that's actually where i met hellbent steven and i was hanging out with our guest and we were all just having a beer having a great old time it's the perfect place there were so many dogs there i really yeah i was in heaven i was like oh my gosh so many and of course you know it's still covid like all the tables were all spaced out and stuff but there was like this general like nod you know when other dogs come in and you're like oh yeah they gotta say hi and it was yeah it was really fun so another brewery that it gets an honorable mention um and of course friends of the show yes (laughs) friends of the show They will be supplying our dog-friendly anniversary cakes that we are handing out at Magnuson on the 17th and 18th. And the Seattle Barkery, I mean, go back and listen to our episode with them because Ben and Dawn are so cool. Yeah, super down to earth. They found a niche in the market. They took it, took Seattle by storm. And honestly, it's like, why didn't anyone think of it sooner? Who doesn't want a treat truck? at the dog park yeah. like it's just exactly it's the best <laughs> <laughs> yes so they were at um postdoc brewing they had the trailer or the the truck they're handing out treats and and selling all of their awesome food uh they also have a trailer at magnuson they and they have a location downtown by the amazon campus that is a really cute shop and then also they are at dogwood play park that's where their kitchen is and they uh they sell all of their goods there as well, which is our next honorable mention, which is Dogwood. So that's like a bar slash dog park. Also, which great. I think is so cool. Yeah. 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 So it's like you can go, you can have a few drinks yourself, but your dog can play around. They're not like laying under the table like like you would have to do at a brewery. They can actually go out and play with all the other dogs while you can have a drink, hang out with people really great concept there um and then similar is the yard bar which is in ballard and that was started by also another one of our previous guests from 
the, downtown dog lounge. The, thank you. Yes, from downtown dog lounge, and I we have not been there yet, but it looks super cool from from the pictures, and a couple of our listeners did recommend it, so highly recommend that one. Very similar as far as you can grab some drinks while your dogs play, and it's in Ballard, which is a great spot. The next one, a Magnuson Cafe. I've got to say, I love this place just purely because it's not, I mean, I'm going to say this, it's not often that you get a cafe with a view in Washington, well, in Seattle, because there are so many like high rise buildings, you have to be like in Lake Union to really get that. And still there's like all the houseboats and stuff. So it's not that common, but Magnuson Cafe, it's got a great view. It's got a great vibe, lovely outdoor area, got some banging food. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. Perfect. The other one that I've been to is called Mr. West, and they're in U Village as well as downtown. I thought that they were, I think they were only dog friendly on the patio, I'm pretty sure. But either way, it's like a coffee shop slash brunch place. And the brunch is, I mean, if you want one of those like Instagrammable avocado toast brunch, like super good food, this but is also the place. beautiful, this is the place. Yeah. Mr. West. Highly recommend. I feel like this and is where your dog. we need to take our anniversary brunch. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That'd be perfect. We could go to, you know what? This is actually my um, submission was U Village. So there's one in U Village. So this is University Village. It's in the, um, it's right by kind of University District by UW. And the whole place is dog friendly. Like, it's like a whole outdoor mall. Yeah, like, we went in there, and we were in Restoration Hardware and Pottery Barn and Crate and Barrel, and we went and got lunch and, you know, sat outside, and then we went to Amazon Books. Like, every single place, you could just bring the dogs in. Interesting. I don't think Arthur would do very well there. It it is very busy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to go, like, weird hours. Yeah, it was good for Lupin, Mm. kind of like a little day out, and it was good for Albie to do some training into like so more like into the public rather than just dog park yeah but it's perfect day out for the people i feel like like you can do some shopping you can do some window shopping they got really good food you can bring your dog and it's a way to exercise the dog that's not dog park or yeah something a bit different yeah bit of a safari (laughs) um and then actually you know what this place is really nice i um I know someone who used to work at the shop next door. I'm super Jack and Jill. Also dog friendly. If you're looking for some running shoes and you want to take your dog with you, go to super Jack and Jill. Um, and the Revolutions is right next door. And I was amazed. I walked in just to get a cup of tea. And I was so happy to see a dog on the ground just being such a good boy. And <laughs> it just made my day. But it's got a nice little chilled vibe. It's like shabby chic, kind of chill. I've mm-hmm. got some great music playing always. The people who work there are so nice. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's right by Green Lake. So you can walk around the beautiful lake um, in the summertime. You can even jump in the lake. I personally wouldn't, but people do. <laughs> anyway, it's a great day out, in the, especially in the summertime. Wonderful day out. It's where we had our first walk. Yes, yes. Green Lake. Walk around Green Lake. It's like a nice 5K. Hit Revolutions Coffee before or after. And then um, next one is a local Seattle favorite. This one is, I mean, hands down, everyone knows about Norm's. So Norm's is like an alehouse eatery. You can get beers. You can get burgers. 
The dogs are allowed inside. The whole place is, I want to say dog themed, but not in a not in a tacky way. A cheesy, exactly. It's not in a cheesy way. It's not in like a cutesy way. It's like just all of the dogs that come there. The pictures are slapped on the wall. You know, the place is just filled with people and dogs having fun. That's their whole thing is just bring your dog in and have a beer, have a burger. And it's kind of it definitely has that like like a pub yeah, vibe. Definitely. And that one is in Fremont. So hopefully when everything opens a little bit more, we can have some kind of event there or something. We can bring the dogs. But I think that actually wraps up our Ode to Seattle. Seattle. And we are going to try to wrap all this into some kind of blog post. So look out for that some point in the next month (laughs) whenever we get around to it Um, but we saved everyone's notes and we really look forward to exploring a lot of these places uh this summer but let's move on to the interview portion this is such a great interview with andy and dash they are local seattle celebrities dash and andy frequent many dog-friendly small businesses around the pacific northwest and document it on their instagram which is why we wanted to have them on Indeed. Um, Dash was hanging out with us too. So if you hear any panting or anything in the background, anything being rustled, um, Dash was very excited about being on the podcast. Um, and he was also very excited to get a few treats. So you'll be able yeah. to hear him chomping in the <laughs> yes, back. He, he was getting <laughs> treats and the mic was just like shaking. <laughs> it was, we were like, it's fine. A little bit more about Dash and Andy. Um, so Dash is a 10-year-old golden retriever, local celebrity, as we said, I'm um, in the Seattle area and Pullman. He's a big Cougar fan. Um, yes. He went viral in 2018 after um, Dash was filmed and pic- photographed holding a hot dog at a Seattle Mariners baseball game, which, oh my gosh, how, I mean, how do you get your dog to do that? We co- we do cover that in the episode, but what a friggin' rock star of a dog. Yeah. Good on Dash. It's very impressive. I'm still impressed. Yes. Incredible. Um, And he's such a good dog. They're such a good duo. And they do so much good in the community as well. Just highlighting uh, local local businesses um, and really just trying to do their part. Um, Speaking of, uh, he also supports a lot of really great charitable causes and institutions that are really important to Andy and to Dash. And um, Andy is Dash's personal assistant uh, slash uh, <laughs> manager slash uh, PR consultant. Yes. And he's great. Has Instagram manager. Instagram manager. Yeah. yeah. He, buy- he buys the hot dogs so Dash can s- pose for the camera. He buys the beers <laughs> so Dash can get those great photo- those great Instagram photos. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into it with Andy and Dash. That's cute. Oh, hi, Dash. Hi, mister. Hi. He hears us. He hears us. <laughs> Hello. Hello. He's <laughs> like, I'm confused, Dad. <laughs> I pulled the treats by the camera, Dad. He's just going to sit here looking at treats, which is fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I love a good Dash profile view. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Want to? Shall we hop it? in? Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for coming on, spending some time with us today. I do want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are and who Dash is and how you came to be Instagram famous. Sure. Uh, my name's Andy Edland. Uh, Dash is my 10-year-old golden retriever. I got him when he was eight weeks old. 
so he's been my constant companion for 10 years. Um, how did he become Instagram famous? Well, he, <laughs> I guess it, it started a long time ago, probably like when he was four, I started like, well, actually, since he was a puppy, I started like posting pictures of him, you know, just people take photos of their dogs. And after a couple of years, some friends of mine were like, you should, uh, you should like create dash a, like an Instagram account for him. I was like, what is Instagram? You know, and I, so I started my own account for a little while and I was just posting dash photos of that. And then these photos are really good. You should create like his own page, you know? And so I, I did, I created this dash dog page. And after about three or four years, he had just kind of naturally gained about 1200 followers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then in 2018, um, we went to the Seattle Mariners baseball game and he held a hot dog in his mouth. And, uh, <laughs> Somebody else took a video of me uh, taking that photo, and so they both got posted at the same time. Uh, during the ball game, it started to go viral. I was getting texts from people like, "Hey, Dash is on dog spotting," uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Really?" And I was like, "What photo is it?" And they're like, "Are you at the baseball game?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I looked, and I didn't know who had posted the video. Um, the next morning, people had like connected that video to you know people who, that knew who Dash was already. They were like, "That's Dash." Mm-hmm. Uh, we had like a thousand followers the next morning, a thousand new followers. By the end of the week, we had 10,000 new followers. And by the end of the month, we had 20,000. Oh my God. Wow. And I think now you're close to 35. Uh, we're over 36 now. So. Oh, yeah. over 36. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's you know, impressive. It's, it's really weird. You know, it's like uh, nothing you could have planned for, really. It was a lightning in a bottle, just a hot dog in a baseball game. And <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that we were being filmed by that gal. I didn't. We we eventually met her uh, like a, a sometime later. But uh, the video went to dog spotting, and then it went to Lad Bible, and then uh, yeah, it just it just took off, and it's been took off. That's so awesome. Well, I think it's really interesting though because there's so many things about that photo that make sense why it went viral. One, yeah. a dog holding a hot dog in his mouth for a picture like number one (laughs) i could not train my dog like honestly like i can maybe like a toy or something i could train them but like to actually hold food in his mouth so how did you get dash to so it was um i didn't really train him to do that um i guess the way that it started was you know probably when he was like four or something i i tried doing what all people do like get to get a, a dog to balance a treat on their nose right and maybe flip it up so that's Honestly, how it started, he seemed to be really good at that. The Mariners had had, I knew about those Bark in the Park nights. And uh, I was like, I've got a ticket. It would be great if he'd hold a hot dog. I wonder if he would do it. Um, so I cooked up a hot dog in the backyard and tried it out at home. And he held it for like three minutes. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. So this will work probably. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if it'll work when there's like thousands of other people behind him, you know, but he'll probably do it. So we... Uh, you know, we got him all decked up. We, we made him that Seattle Mariners hat that fits him specifically. Um, went to the ball game, got a photo. And I actually did that for two years in a row. And, you know, I, I just po- I would post it to his Instagram and it made his calendar one year, too, that we do. Um, well, and now that's kind of your thing, though, is or Dash's thing that he could hold these little this food item yeah. or something in his mouth. And then you kind of are able to take pictures of him you know, yeah. attending different dog friendly locations around Seattle. And he's, uh, he's very patient and, and he's very photogenic and he's very posable. Um, he's not as patient as he used to be when it comes to the food. Like he'll start drooling a lot faster. <laughs> um, 
I know he won't hold a hot dog for um, three minutes now. Like, I'm lucky if I get a minute out of it. I'm lucky if I get 30 <laughs> seconds. So you have to kind of learn how to pose him uh, and, uh, you know, have a quick trigger finger. So. Yeah, definitely. Fast shutter speed. And so you have been, or you've been, Dash has been spotted at lots of different places around Seattle. How do you find these dog-friendly places? A lot of the places we find um, through like websites or or Instagram. Um, I have a book that we started using like five years ago. It's, it's like the Dog Lovers Companion to the Pacific Northwest. I think it was published in two thousand five. So a lot of a lot of the information's out of date, but uh, we use that if we're going to like national parks or state parks, something like that. We also, uh, there's a couple of websites like bringfido.com sometimes is helpful. There's another really good one called uh, sidewalkdog.com. It's really just for like four cities. Uh, mm-hmm. but they, seem to, they seem to keep that one really well up to date. Um, honestly, like the, the easiest way or kind of like the most the way to find some cool spots is just to get on Instagram. Um, and I, we, we love going to breweries and tap rooms, you know, so almost all, most of those are, are dog friendly. But if you go to like a company's Instagram page, if you go to like the, the post that they're tagged in, um, sometimes we'll scroll down and you can see if people are, have their dogs there, you know, you're like, okay, they must be dog friendly. That's, yeah. that's how we'll start. Um, we'll have find a lot of those places. You know, the Pike Place Market is, is super dog friendly. Most of Seattle, the Seattle area is, is just so dog friendly that it's great. Yeah. Well, I think we've both definitely experienced that as well with how dog friendly Seattle is in comparison to the other places. And it's it's like you just want it to be like that everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there is definitely a movement happening more and more that that more cities, more locations, more restaurants, all of that are becoming Yeah more dog friendly if they can be yeah yeah Yeah, i've you know i've worked in the in the hospitality and restaurant industry for most of my career um you know so i understand you know why most restaurants aren't you know don't welcome dogs indoors a lot of them welcome them on the patios now um that's one of the reasons why breweries and tap rooms are so welcoming is because they don't have a kitchen of their own there that's why food trucks are so popular so Dash is obviously very well behaved when he's in public. You know, he can have thousands of people looking at him and he's still going to do pretty much whatever you tell him. Usually. That's not the case with my dog. I'm <laughs> I'm very lucky if I can get him to sit when he is around other people. So how, I guess this is a two-part question. Part one, like what is good etiquette when you're in a public space with a dog? But two, like how do you get to that point with your dog? Um, well, I think it's, you know, I, I started, Dash went through kindergarten training, you know, in, in puppy elementary school, like, uh, when he was very young. So I think that's important. Um, the trainer that we went to, uh, which was over in Seattle, Ahimsa, um, they specialized, like half of the training was just like socializing with the other dogs. So you would, you would train and then they let them run around, get familiar with other dogs. So I think, I think before you have to, before you can take them into public places like tap rooms or, you know, out, it's really important for them to be socialized through training. And then also just by going to the dog park a lot, uh, maybe on walks where they can encounter other dogs, you know, you, they're still on a leash and you can, you can control them. Um, yeah. I've always, you know, so we started taking dash to tap rooms and, and to norms really early because norms was, is, is fairly close to a which is in Ballard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, a lot of it depends on his breed. He's a golden retriever. They're, they're usually pretty laid back. You know, he's certainly more mellow now than he was until he was four. He was kind of crazy until then. But, <laughs> um, you know, I think as far as dog etiquette, you know, when they're out and around, like, I think a little bit of barking is okay. That's not unusual, but you have to be like, you know, if a dog is like lunging towards other dogs, that's obviously not a good sign. You know, you have to be able to read the dog's body language, like what their ears are doing, what's their tail doing, you know. So a lot of it is on, you know, the owner just kind of being able to to, to read the situation. Well, I think you are definitely one of the resident experts as far as going to dog-friendly locations, getting that cute photo, you know, being able to support these great local businesses that are dog-friendly. So what are any, are there any behaviors that you see in other dogs sometimes when they're in that dog-friendly place that you're like, this is... That's not very good dog etiquette, basically. Or that's, oh, that's, that doesn't, that shouldn't be okay in that the dog is behaving that way in public. And I, the reason I ask that is not because asking you to like judge, you know, other dog owners, but, but just so the listeners can kind of know, I want to bring my dog more places. What's okay, what's not? Well, um, you know, most of the, most places have like, house rules so you know first like the dog can't be barking constantly Mm -hmm. that's the big one i mean you know um so you have to it honestly you know you know how they say that there's no bad dog it's just bad humans who train them that Mm -hmm. that's honestly like i think how it relates to uh taking your dog out in public too like you just have to be paying attention to your dog you know you have a responsibility as a dog owner to to pay attention to your dog. And also if they're like upset about something to be able to remove them from the situation or, or to calm them down. Like uh, my brother and his wife just got uh, a golden doodle a year ago. Um, They've been taking her to a lot of the same places that we go. We go there together often too. Um, But for a while, um, I mean, she's going to turn a year on March 31st. She's super well-behaved and super well-trained for a dog her age. Um, but you know, they would, they would leave often because she would get really excited around some other dogs. You know, she'd be good for like 45 minutes or an hour. And then she'd kind of go a little, you know, her attention span would, 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 would be at the end of its rope. And, uh, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd say, well, we, we gotta go. Cause she won't stop barking. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's things you can do. You, you know, you bring their favorite treat. Um, Dash doesn't really care about toys that much in public, but we've always got treats with them, you know, to kind of like, A, it helps with the pictures. But uh, it also helps to like diffuse any situations and it gives them something to do. You have to pay attention. You can't also, you can't ignore your dog while you're there, you know, because um, that's, that's, I mean, they look to you for attention. So um, I I think that's also part of it. Pay attention to your dog, pet your dog, talk to the dog while you're there. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really good. I mean, I've, I honestly don't take Arthur to many places purely because he can't be trusted, but um, when I have taken him, it's it has all been about him you can't I can't take him to a pub and expect to just have a good time and for it to be all about me and my friends and what we want to do it all has to be about him but I have to like trick my mind because that makes me like sad that I'm doing this thing for me to go and meet my friends sure (laughs) but it's actually all about my dog (laughs) and I, I get you know I you know we go out plenty um but I also like I love taking Dash with me because a he's so well behaved, but also, you know, people when we're recognized, they love it. They're like, 
you know, uh, last week we were at the Pike Place Market, um, just walking down. There was a gal at Tom Douglas's restaurant eating oysters. And she's like, oh, my God, is this Dash? You know, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> she's like, I've been following you guys for years. Go Cougs. You know, I've been wanting to meet you guys. Uh, and then Tom Douglas came out uh, with a couple of milk bones for him, you know. Uh, oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. That I is mean, cool. cool. It's really cool to be recognized. But um, I nobody recognizes me, you know, because I'm usually not in the photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's the best kind of like flying under the radar celebrity anyway. But, yeah, it's yeah. cool to have. It's cool to you have. Like, a uh, you like the famous person security guard. Yeah, I'm like the handler, you know, yeah. Like yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> here's your handbag, you know, I want some water. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, so I have a question about getting those good Instagram photos, basically. Yeah. is the Do you scope out the place ahead of time to say, mm-hmm. oh, what's a good spot? Or is it a lot of it just done on the fly? Or? You know, it's, it's a mix. Um, sometimes I'll, uh, uh, a lot of it is just kind of spur of the moment, you know. Uh, we'll be walking down the street, um, you know, and something will, will present itself. I'm trying to think of like a, a good opportunity of that. Um, if I can think of one while we're talking here, I'll, I'll come back to that. But, you know, a, a lot of it is posed too. like um, the hot dog ones obviously require some thought. You know, the, uh, we did a when Dix announced they were opening the an east side location um, a couple of weeks ago. It's like two miles from our house. So I'm like, well, let's go up to this truck and get a cheeseburger and maybe we'll take a photo of them. That picture got 9000 likes. Yeah, um, it's the biggest one. It's the I think it's the most like non hot dog photo we've ever done. <laughs> so I know I, we know I've learned that people love the the ones where he, he's holding food in his mouth. Those are usually the most popular. Well, it's just so impressive. It is yeah. like it's incredibly impressive. Yeah, I mean, even just one, balancing it on his nose, like even yeah. that's impressive to me. Let like, alone yeah. like actually having it in his mouth and not eating it he's uh you know he's he puts up with a lot of costumes you know a lot so he's (laughs) he's good with like halloween costumes and saint patrick's day and you know we've got a he's got a an impressive bin of uh accessories that we've accumulated over the years um the other ones you know part of the cool thing about having a famous uh wanted to do something good with it you know like well so when he went when he went viral in 2018, we were getting all these requests to like, can we send you our treats? Can we send you bandanas? Can we send you a harness? Can we send you a leash and a code? And I was like, you know, I, I appreciate the offers, but I throw away more treats than I want to feed him. Um, mm-hmm. He's got, he's got bandanas already. Uh, we've got leashes that work and a harness that we love. Um, you know, but I, I want to do something good with this, this popularity that we have now. And we'd been involved with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for 12 years at that point. I'd been, I started doing races with them and fundraising for blood cancer research. Mm-hmm. And Dash had become our team mascot. Um, and so uh, as a triathlon, a triathlete, uh, kind of like the Holy Grail is to get into the Ironman World Championship in Kona every year. Mm-hmm. Super hard to do. You have to qualify usually at a race. You know, you have to be a very committed athlete. And I'm a pretty good athlete, but I was never going to qualify at a race, at a qualifying <laughs> event for that race. So uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society gets several charity slots every year. So I applied for one of those, knowing that if we were selected, we'd have to raise a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Dash and I apply as a team, 
and we were one of the five selected. And uh, so we got to go to Con- I went to Kona in 2019. Um, I'd originally thought about taking him, but I'm glad I didn't because it would have been uh, way too hot. It's like 90 degrees every day, and Kona is not nearly as dog friendly as Seattle is. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we brought flat dashes, so he was there all over town, like in the race crowd. Um, <laughs> And we, we raised $113,000. So. Whoa. That's amazing. That's an incredible yeah. amount. And, and the the thing is, if it wasn't for a hot dog, like that opportunity would not have presented itself. Like I wouldn't have thought of applying for that opportunity. I knew, I knew that that opportunity was out there. I just never thought about doing it myself. Yeah. But once, you know, after like all these people saying, well, can you do this? Can you do this? I was like, why don't we do something big and like do something that's really good? Like, so... Yeah, I think that's so important what, you know, how you spun it into doing good in the world because of this Instagram, you know, as much as we're like, how do you get the cute photo? And how does he hold the food in his mouth? You know, really, it's because he was able to do those things, you've then been able to give back in a really meaningful way. And all of the his followers, all the people who did donate were able to contribute and and see the fruits of the labor, you know, when you when you went to Kona. Yeah. I think another really important thing that you do in addition to your work work with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is the how you really highlight a lot of local Seattle or local Pacific Northwest locations. I mean, you mentioned Norms earlier, your the Seattle Barkery, you know, I've seen pictures there. You've highlighted um postdoc brewing um i saw that he he was the little winner of like dog of the year alongside milo or something who was yep. another podcast listener a few weeks he ago was, uh milo was this year's postdoc pup okay uh dash was actually the very first postdoc pup of the month and pup of the year oh um, in 2015 i think okay um so he's he's like the the postdoc pup emeritus. So we go to, we go to that <laughs> ceremony every year and kind of pass off the crown. Um, <laughs> after, after we went, after he went viral, they actually gave him his own bar stool at, at postdoc. So like, you know, like Norm with Norm from cheers, it has a, a plaque on it. It says dash broke the internet. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, in that spirit, what are your, for any Seattle listeners that we've got, you know, listening to this episode, what, are your top favorite dog friendly locations to go to that you just know every time it's going to be good drinks, good food, you know, they're, they're good friendly atmosphere. to dogs. Like what are your top few that you just love to frequent? Great. Uh, so uh, we live in Redmond. So obviously Marymore dog park is fantastic. It's like doggy Disneyland, mm-hmm. it's like 60 acres of trails and beaches and yep. fields. Uh, and then we like to go to postdoc brewing right after that, because that is literally right outside the East Marymore gate. It's the closest business to Marymore. Super dog friendly, great beers. Uh, and they usually have a pretty good food truck there too. Mm-hmm. Um, for Seattle, we love visiting Pike Place Market. Super dog friendly. Some of the, a lot of the vendors will give you treats if you have a dog. He loves that. He has a certain one that he races to whenever we're there because they give him smoked salmon. Um, we love, uh, flat stick pub is a great place to go. They feature all Washington, uh, beers, ciders, and wines. Uh, they have mini golf and, uh, they're very dog friendly and they're also Kugo. So we like supporting Kugo businesses because I'm a WP grad. Okay. And, uh, 
we also love Hellbent Brewing up in uh, Lake City, so like North mm-hmm. Seattle. Um, fantastic beers, very dog friendly. Uh, one of Dash's best friends is the bar dog there. His name is Steven. Steven <laughs> has his own Instagram account. He's in charge of the of the food truck reporting and updating. So. <laughs> okay, we'll I love that. Give Steven a follow. Hellbent Steven. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that's great. We look forward to maybe checking some of those yeah. places out. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton more, right? This, those are the ones that we go to a lot. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm for all of our listeners who don't already follow you, where can they find you guys? Uh, the best place to find us is on his Instagram account, which is at dash dot dog. The dot is a period, so dash period dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also on Facebook. The page says dash dog. He's on Twitter um, at the real dash dog, <laughs> and he's got a TikTok channel, but it's only got three videos. He's we're not that savvy on TikTok yet. I think it's we know the struggle. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> you have to pick your social media platform battles, I think, and specialize on like you know one or two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think Instagram is the best for us to tell stories. So mm-hmm. share photos yeah. and tell a story with it. So. Well, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with us today. I think that was all the questions that we had, unless you have any more comments. No, I no. think that was it. Brilliant. And for all the listeners, I am just going to plug in our information for the listeners. So if anyone is looking for us, we're on Instagram at With a Dog Podcast. Our Facebook group is I'm With a Dog, and you can follow us on TikTok, Clubhouse, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I don't even know what Clubhouse is. I It's a time suck. All right. I haven't been able to explore uh, it I haven't much. gotten into that one. So. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, I probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed our episode as a little ode to Seattle with a local celebrity dash. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. All content on With a Dog Podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.